Reform. Reforming the parent, transforming the child. Welcome to the Parent Reform Podcast. Our mission is to inspire, encourage, and equip you to raise your children for the glory of God. Let me ask you a question. Is it okay for parents to worry? Should you worry about your children? Worried is certainly how I would describe many of the parents that we've worked with over the years. Of course, when we're working with parents, it's usually during times of crisis in their home. And so, yeah, they're worried, and usually for understandable reasons. But even in the calmer times, we see parents worried about their kids. I understand. There's so much stacked against modern parents. Even under the best of circumstances, parenting is really tough. So, yeah, they worry. But the question is, should they? Should you worry? Philippians 4.6 tells us to be anxious for nothing, but in everything by prayer and supplication, with thanksgiving, let your requests be made known to God. So, we certainly would never tell a parent to worry or to be anxious. And instead, we would tell them to be confident, to trust, and to be hopeful for good things to come with their children as they age into adulthood. So, no, don't be anxious and don't worry. But I have to tell you, sometimes when I deeply ponder the gravity of parenting— And I really consider what's at stake for each child. A certain kind of a deep-seated discomfort and uneasiness slips over me. It isn't thinking about parenting in general that does this to me. It's thinking about the parenting of a specific child who seems to have, at the moment, drifted off course without my having noticed it sooner. It's a sudden awareness of lost ground with the child, almost like driving down the road and catching a glimpse in the rearview mirror of something left behind or something falling off the top of your car. It's not worry that I feel, and it's not anxiety. I would call it more a sense of intense urgency. It's not panic, but close to it. So how is that not worrying? Well, another way I think I could describe it to you would be how I imagine I might feel if I were traveling internationally, and I was at a foreign airport trying to get home. But picture here an airport of some third world nation, with an unstable government and lots of civil unrest. Now, with all that in mind, this feeling that I imagine is how I think I would feel while sitting in that terminal and I suddenly realize that I just missed my long-awaited flight back home. It's that sinking feeling of too late, coupled with can't be fixed. But with parenting, that feeling would be much deeper and longer-lasting. Missing an international flight is bad, but the real problem comes in the domino effect, the fallout from the consequences. How am I going to fix this? Who do I need to talk to? How much is this going to cost me? What kind of a delay is this going to create? How many appointments am I going to miss? Am I going to have to admit some personal failure in planning or logistics? You know what I mean. Thankfully, I've never lived out that scenario and it's never happened to me. But I can just so easily imagine it because things like that do happen on a much smaller scale frequently in my life. There's always another plane, but there are no parenting do-overs. We have no way to reverse neglect, no way to retroactively engage or love better. Once they're grown, it's done. Parenting is over, for better or for worse. It's a sickening feeling to look back and see your parenting shortcomings. And if we're honest, we can all feel shame over selfishness and squandered opportunities across the fleeting years of their childhoods. Those precious faces captured in our memories and photos, they somehow mysteriously change from baby faces into adults. And they do so, so very quickly. Like sand falling through an hourglass, it silently falls. It empties whether we watch it or not. 
gives me chills. Believe it or not, and as uncomfortable as it is, I recommend a good dose of this sensation on a regular basis. It's kind of like taking the occasional ice water plunge. Potentially beneficial, but seldom pleasant. It seems our sensibilities need the occasional jolt to wake us up, to sober us up to return to vigilance. In those times when I find myself having one of these wake-up call moments for one of my children, my response is one of the heart. I try to understand how I've fallen behind in parenting and how this child has wandered away and why. I don't rush in to fix things. Instead, I pray that I change my heart to tune back in. I refocus on the long-term destination I have in mind for that child. I then plan to listen and look for opportunities to re-engage and reattach, to reconnect. And then, having reconnected, we are ready once again to continue effectively parenting that child. You know, it's interesting, predictably on the heels of these little episodes of urgency, once we're on the other side of it, I find that what I feel is anything but worry. Instead, there's a renewed sense of sweetness with that child, a sense of all is well and calm. And I find myself thankful for God's ordained but unpleasant ice plunge for an imperfect parent on behalf of a needy sheep. So parent, I recommend you find this sensation and that you find it regularly but temporarily, like the ice water, don't stay there. Just drop in for a brief visit from time to time. And after your jolting visit, don't worry. That's right, don't worry. Be anxious for nothing. Instead, pray. Ask God to show you how to faithfully use the time you do have left spread across the regular rhythm of life to maximize your impact as a parent. A few well-crafted, prayerful, loving moments here and there can deliver a lifetime of impact. The remedy for neglect is not necessarily more time, but more and better engagement, more watchfulness, more responsiveness, more prayer, more love, more insight, and less of you. Pray that God will give you insight into your children so that you can know them better, to be better tuned in to their real needs for course corrections in the form of training, discipline, and encouragement. When you know your children, you know how to guide them, how to shepherd them. Remember, a shepherd knows his sheep. He knows what sheep tends to stray and where. He knows what lures them away, when and how. He knows which wolves have their eyes on his sheep, and he's ready to defend against them. Ask God for help, for wisdom and endurance for the long run. Remember, God is on your side for this parenting mission he's assigned you. You've been charged with a lofty and daunting task, but he's also equipped you for success, and he's there to lovingly help you. Remember, be anxious for nothing. In everything, pray, and when you pray, ask. And when you ask, ask with thankfulness. Freely let your desires and concerns be made known to God. He hears, He cares, and He answers. Let me leave you with this one last thought. You know, a strange thing about hourglasses, when you watch them, they seem to drain slowly. But when you look away, they seem to empty much faster. I think it's like that with parenting. When you're watching, there is more than enough time to do the job well. I believe the childhood clock runs more slowly for the faithful and engaged parent. Thank you for listening. We hope you found this podcast helpful as you seek to parent your children well for the glory of God. For more information about Parent Reform, please visit our website at parentreform.com. There you'll find more parenting resources. You can also sign up for our newsletter and Q&A emails. 